0: Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we're taking a look at some of the everyday superpowers we as humans have at our disposal. We got it started yesterday with a smile. Today, we're building trust.
1: Francis Frey, professor of technology and operations management of Harvard Business School believes trust is the foundation for everything we do and that if we can learn to trust one another more, we can have unprecedented human progress. But how do we move forward when trust is so often broken from the start? The simple answer is whether we're working our way from a breach toward redemption or starting from an unbiased square one, the building blocks of trust are the same. She shares that the component parts of trust are very well understood. It's made up of three parts. First, you sense that a person is being authentic. Second, you sense that a person has real rigor in their logic. And finally, you believe that a person's empathy is directed towards you. When all three of these things are working, we have great trust. But if any one of these things gets shaky, if any one of these three wobbles, trust is threatened.
0: Authenticity is often the easiest of the three to achieve, so long as we're comfortable being ourselves. It's sometimes tempting to change our behavior or the way we dress, the way we speak, even the way we move in order to fit in. But we have to understand that each and every minor adjustment we make, even if we've gotten very good at the performance, is discernible to others. Frey explains we as a human species can sniff out in a moment, literally a moment, whether or not someone is being their authentic true self.
1: When we hold back who we are, we're less likely to be trusted. And if we're less likely to be trusted, we're less likely to achieve deep connection or given important assignments or promoted to senior level positions. Frey's advice is simple. Wear whatever makes you feel fabulous. Pay less attention to what you think people want to hear from you and far more attention to what your authentic, awesome self needs to say. Leaders have an obligation more now than ever to set conditions that not only make it safe for us to be authentic, but make it welcome, make it celebrated, cherish it for exactly what it is, which is the key for us achieving greater excellence than we have ever known as possible.
0: Next, logic wobbles. They can come in two forms. It's either the quality of our logic or it's our ability to communicate the logic. The quality of our logic is self-explanatory. How much rigor do we apply in our thinking? Have we actually thought beyond our own biases? Have we sought out enough information before developing an opinion? Have we taken the time to hear the other stances? second it's our ability to communicate the logic there are two ways to communicate in the world the first is when we take someone on a magnificent journey that has twists and turns and mystery and drama until we ultimately get to the point some of the best communicators in the world communicate just like this but if you have a logic wobble this can be super dangerous So instead, Frey implores, start with your point in a crisp half sentence, then give your supporting evidence. This means that people will be able to get access to your awesome ideas. And just as importantly, if we get cut off before we're done, we still get credit for the idea, as opposed to someone else coming in and snatching it from you.
1: Between authenticity, rigorous logic, and empathy, the most common wobble is empathy. That's to say people rarely believe that we're mostly in it for them. They believe we're too self distracted. And it's no wonder. We're all so busy with so many demands on our time, it's easy to crowd out the time and space that empathy requires. The problem is, of course, it takes most of our time and attention to be ourselves, to live our own lives, to meet our own needs, and fulfill our own obligations. But Frey explains that puts us into a vicious cycle. Without revealing empathy, we don't receive the benefit of the doubt or trust. It makes everything harder and then we have less and less time for empathy. And so it continues.
0: The solution Frey offers is to identify where, when, and to whom we're likely to offer our empathy be it close friends or family, people who agree with us, people who look like us. And that should trace pretty perfectly to when, where, and to whom we're likely to withhold your empathy. And if in those instances, we can designate a trigger, something that causes action that snaps us out of our subconscious predispositions and causes us to look up and look at the people right in front of us, listen to them, deeply immerse ourselves in their perspectives, then we have a chance of having a sturdy leg of empathy. If you do nothing else, Frey advises to put away your cell phone. It is the largest distraction yet to be made, and it's incredibly difficult to create empathy and trust in its presence.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin.
0: And you can find me at JacquelineMWood M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day three of our week on everyday superpowers. Until then, remember: a better tomorrow starts with today.
1: Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.